things we got. See her. I know tickets on sale. Yes, girl, we gotta see scissor. She reminds me of myself a little bit in the inside part, you know. Really? Yeah, in the inside part. If I would, she's my wild child. Like if I was my fully wild self, mm. she would be what I would look like. Mm. Crazy hair. Think about it. Her outfits are very like creative, but mm. very very like strategic at the same time. Like they're different. They're out the box, and she makes them so simple but so weird at the same time. Like she'll have a simple tank top, but her whole pants will be like suspenders mm-hmm. that look like she' about to ride a cowboy. Yeah, and then big ass boots mm-hmm. like white girls be wearing. You know, I live for that, right? So that's she's like my inner like. If I was fully my wild crazy self, hmm. she would be like my my twin. I guess I would call her. Hmm. Yeah. I really like SZA. I think that's the dope thing about her. Like, everybody feels that way. Like, you can relate to an aspect of her. Yeah. And feel like, that's me. You know D- definitely. Oh, shit. I wish I could do that. Like, when the bitch said she was, uh, she slept with her, her boyfriend's friend while he was in <laughs> Vegas cheating on her, every girl feels, like, inside. If she let go and didn't worry about being a hoe, everybody would have did that before. Everybody did some type of hoe behavior. I mean. <laughs> It's always the person who first said, mm, not me. It's always the, <clears throat> I let y'all fill in a blank. Mm-mm. We didn't say hi to them. Hey, people. We always start off like that. We do. Forget to say hi to the people. What's going on, niggas? Forget hi to the, how many people will listen to us on the daily? No, it fluctuates from hundreds to twenties to fours. Y'all, y'all just some inconsistent mother lovers, I tell you. We got some good content on here, some good girl chat. Mm-hmm. Get your lives. And boy chat. For real. For the it's hint. so funny that we get more response, like more like like men who want to know or want to like talk more, elaborate on what we say or how we're saying it. Or I feel like the men comment way more than the women. Yeah, I agree. Right? Oh, man. But yes, we have to go see SZA. And have you been listening to Jay-Z's album? You know it. It's on Apple Music now. <laughs> She's such a jumper. Too late. You got title? You don't got title, do you? But yeah, whatever you got. Whatever you got to listen to. Apple it. Music. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to buy like they a sponsor. 
We ain't getting no dollar bills from neither one of them. Sponsor me, Apple. I give them all my dollar bills every month. Sponsor me, Apple. All right? I'll take title, though. Yeah, me too. Let me get them J dollars. <laughs> right. Um, but yes, I love his album. I love how unadulterated he is. I love how open and honest he is in a real, real way. That still doesn't make him fe- look like a man Crazy. would. Yeah. That a man would look at him and be like, how could you? That's like breaking guy code. But he said it. He was like, I no longer want to be Jay-Z. Not, you know, like, kill kill Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be Sean Carter. Like, that, that lifestyle, that whole image that's behind that, I don't want to be that. You know what I mean? And he was like, what well, the part that um, somebody, when he did the round table, somebody asked him, like, how did this, like, when you played this song, like, did you just put it on your album and be listen to it later or did you like made her listen to it before and he said no nah, i made her listen to it before i just played it for her and he was like like how did that like how does this whole thing go down and he was like first of all when we agreed that we were going to make this work he was like there was no more facade there was no more like a mass we fully had to be like fully engaged and aware and like take all of that down like all of that had to go away right. and so it was like he was like, at this point, it's easy because mm-hmm. that mask is gone. And think about it, though, for a second, right? You're living in the limelight. You have, like, this very enormous career. Like, I mean, your fame is almost as close to Michael Jackson. And you're under a microscope, right? And you know they were always very good about not talking about their relationship, mm-hmm. not talking about each other, like not talking about their personal lives. I mean, they're probably the best who's ever done it. And I remember Oprah saying that she told Beyonce, the one thing that you need to do to keep your relationship secret is to keep it secret, like to keep, you know, things to yourself. And she's like, yeah, she took that and went way far with it. She's like, she went farther than I did. She was like, um, she was like, that was the one piece of advice I gave her and she took that to heart and took it way farther than I thought. Like, even when Beyonce did an interview with Oprah, even with Oprah, she wasn't like okay. super, super honest with her. You know what I mean? And then, um, um, what was, the, well, God, what was my point? Oh yeah, so you're under a microscope and for years upon years that you've been dating this man, he's been dating you and you don't talk about your relationship. Yeah. Right? So don't you think at some point that whole mask that you have to keep wearing to the public starts to become something that you forget to take off in private? Yeah. And so now you're engaging in this relationship that is so highfalutin by the world that now you constantly feel like I have to live up to whatever that may be. And now you're both lost in, lost in who each other is and you're no longer connecting in a real way because you're so busy trying to protect what you're really not building or right. being honest with. So now you're cheating because you really didn't know what this was. You were very unfamiliar with it. Y'all come from two completely different worlds. And she also is very, very familiar with infidelity from her father. You know, her father, her mother. and yeah. Because I don't even know if she's ever had any other real relationship besides Jay. Nah, I don't think so. And I know that they, I think he said that they really started for real, for real dating when she was like 21. Yeah. She's 35 now, going to be 36. Yeah. That's a long fucking time, son, to be with a person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And he's, I think, 13 years older than her. I think he's 46, 45. 46, 47, something like that. 
and at and you've been dating this person for this long and you have just arrived. Mm. Like now you both are at the point where you can be who you really are in a real way after three children, two huge careers. And you realize it when you almost lost her. Mm. That shit was like, I don't know if it's, I feel like all the emotions is the same regardless, right? I just think it's sometimes, I guess it's worse when it's in the public eye, of course, because you feel like people are watching you. But it's probably even magnified because now you feel like there's something you have to live up to. So imagine that. So now you have to go through all these things privately but also in public. Mm -hmm. And the one way that you know how to communicate what was going on is through your music because both of you did that. Right. So now, 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 not only am I ver- like, not only am I really going through it in a real way, but now I have to tell. Now I feel obligated to tell the world because now that's my definition of really mm-hmm. putting it out, like really being honest with who I am. Because now I feel like I was living some level of a facade. Mm-hmm. So that's cr- that's that's a lot to live up to. Yeah, the album was amazing, um, but I feel like it shouldn't be called four four four. Why? Should be called niggas because they all the same, <laughs> and all of y'all niggas can relate. Oh my god, I can't. I'm out of here. Should be called niggas. Yep. Oh, uh, he he definitely on touch base on that. Mm-hmm. Most certainly. You know what's better than wasting money at the strip club? Credit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I was talking to my husband. I was like, you you know what people are gonna think, right? The real ignorant ones. You mean like a credit card? You should get credit cards. That's why I'm out here scamming. That's what they're going to say. Right. Exactly. No, idiot. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But yeah. yes, it was an amazing album. Yeah. And he dropped I, some good gems on there. Yeah, he was. But the element of it all that, like, at the end of the day, what I really took from it was nobody's perfect. Doesn't matter how much you glorify them, no matter how much you look up to them, no matter how much you think. I just want to be like them. Because... Our younger generation looks at people like that and be like, "Can their life is just perfect. Mm-hmm. Their life is perfect. They have everything going for them. The world is just aligning with them in all its perfection. Wrong. Wrong. Like, And I think he showed you my height, my low, mm-hmm. like in every way possible that he could and how he... And how he was able to to take it from the rubble, the ashes, and bring it to the light. You know, like I love all of that about it. But like I feel like uh, the younger generation looks at celebrities like that, and then that's back to like that whole social media. Anything they see, they believe. Mm-hmm. And then it's like people are only showing you the high points in life. You only would I show you what what I want you to see or what I allow you to see. You don't know the whole story, so I think that is dope that he, like you said, he's like. Kind of showing you another side, mm-hmm. and um, and that he's he didn't just what's the word I'm looking for? He didn't just say he didn't dance around it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I fucked up X Y and Z. Like he went in, right? He went in like and it broke down the whole salon situation in the and we all knew it had to be something with that. We knew mm-hmm. it. We knew it. We knew it had to be something with you doing something fucked up. Yeah. We knew it. Because she was like, my sister not going to say nothing, but I will. Mm-hmm. So uh, we knew. We, and we, if, you, if you have a sister or you have somebody that you're close to, think about something that you would beat her nigga for. Right. Think about it. Right. It's only a couple of things, son. 
he put his hands on her or he cheated on her mm-hmm. or put their child their child in danger yeah. and i knew it had to be one of those i knew it was a cheating i knew it and we but when nobody could wrap their mind around it like you got beyonce my nigga like what woman in this world would you want besides beyonce that shit don't matter. this is why i always tell women like go into relationships talking about your worst your worst fear is, is being cheated on beyonce got cheated on bitch like Everybody, at some point, that should not be your fear. That can't be, you can't walk into a relationship saying to yourself, this is this is the one thing I'm so fearful of. Not only are you going to turn your thoughts into actions and your actions are actually going to become what it is, but besides that, that you have to you have to build a solid foundation. If that shit didn't teach you anything, that's what that needs to teach you. Mm-hmm. That even if your man feels like that, he'll be able to come to you and, and you figure it out from that point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's supposed to be your best friend at the end of the day. And I say that, I'm not trying to say to compare yourself to Beyonce. Like, oh, you know, Beyonce is the queen of all yeah, and nobody's better than her. Yeah, and that's the point that I'm saying. Anybody can get cheated on. Anybody. Doesn't matter who it is. So you can't, you, you, you be fearful of the entire relationship and just don't do it then. Because you can't go into it thinking that this is my, this is my worst fear. Because this shit, that hurts more than that. Mm. <laughs> This shit that hurts more than that, son. You know what I mean? Like so, and I always say, oh, that's 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 why you walked away. Beyonce got cheated on. I guarantee you, Michelle Obama got cheated on. Okay, everybody got cheated on. I got cheated on <laughs> in some way, shape, or form, and it don't necessarily mean with a, you know, your partner has sex with somebody. It could be a multiple of things. You know what I mean? If any point in your life, if you feel you in a relationship, you feel alone, you you're being cheated. You're being cheated of your connection. You're being cheated of your partner. You're being cheated of the person you thought you was going to, you know, move to the next step with. All those things. You know what I mean? It doesn't necessarily mean um, having sex with somebody else. Mm-hmm. You can get cheated in a lot of ways. You know that to me personally, that could hurt more because if you're a woman who truly believes that your your man or your your, your partner really loves you. And they go and do something stupid and come and tell you, it really was something stupid. It really was because a man thrives off of not getting away with shit. Like we can imagine what, how many times he cheated on her. And he said in his song, going back to Jay Z, he said, "I wasn't there, and you had so many stillbirths." Like so, God knows what the fuck you was doing. Mm-hmm. You weren't present. You weren't present. She felt alone. She was stressed out, and she lost babies. Even based on he said, he said, I know it was a miracle. I knew this was supposed to happen. Something like that because he was like, the babies were natural, like natural twins or whatever. Who knows? But neither here nor there. Like when you're aligned, when you're, when your souls are connected and you're truly engaged in one another and you, you can make anything happen and you, you can, can fix anything. Things, yeah. Absolutely, son. And so your fear in, 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 in moving in relationships should not be to be cheated on. There's so many. There's so many things bigger than that. So. And if that's your biggest fear, then maybe you need to reevaluate. Absolutely. Everything. Absolutely. Because when I tell you this shit that hurts more than that, there is. So <laughs> you got it. Because I see women. Because I I have to equate it to women get over men cheating on them and they move back to normal. Like I've seen it with my own two eyes. A man will have full fledged cheated on you over and over. And you dust your knees off. You go through whatever you go through. And I'll see you again. And y'all two are just like you were before. Mm-hmm. So it got to be something that hurts worse than that. It is. 
It gotta be you something that. Yesterday. <laughs> it gotta be shit that hurts worse than that. That makes you feel like a blow. Somebody not listening. Yes. Like there's, we could go down a list of shit that. First of all, nobody wants to be in a relationship where they feel like that. That whole that whole ideal of you going to bed and y'all both backs are turned to each other. That's the worst feeling. That's the worst feeling to be to alone be in a relationship. Alone in a relationship. For that. You holding your own hand. All right. You could do bad all by your damn self. All right. But, you know, nobody wants to be disengaged from your partner, feel like you're not heard, mm-hmm. that you're not um, being supported in a way in which you need to be supported, mm-hmm. not Considered. the way in which they think, the, 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 the which a way they think you should be mm-hmm. supported. You know what I mean? Nobody yeah. wants to feel disregarded. No Yo, one wants to that be. That shit was a bitch like me. Yes. Oh. Like, nobody wants, you don't want to be. It doesn't matter. You're not going to always pick the best moment to talk about whatever is going on. But, but don't make somebody feel like it's not important absolutely. when they bring it up. And that's what I'm saying. Even if you don't necessarily agree with what your partner is saying or what they say they're feeling or what they feel that you did and made them feel away, just listen. Yep. Be an active listener. Like, I hate that. When I say that, I hate that shit, like, I will fucking block you. <laughs> I will put you on do not disturb for that shit. I will cut you off and tell your friend that cut you off. And tell your friends <laughs> that makes it real, so real. They can pass the message along. Mm. That's crazy to me. Why wouldn't you just? Oh, you have ears. Why don't you just fucking listen? Because they don't. You know, this fucking stupid. You got ears, but you're not listening. And sometimes, and that's why I said um, I was watching a show, and this guy was talking to his nephew. It's like sidebar, but it still relates. Mm-hmm. And he was like, um, he was talking to his young. His nephew was young, and he was like, no, he was like. You're not listening because you're too busy trying to come up with a, a response to mm-hmm. what I'm saying mm-hmm. that's going to fix this. Mm-hmm. Just fucking listen. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. You have to be an active listener. Sometimes you just got to shut up and respond after. Don't think while they're talking about what you're going to say. And I, I did that for a very long time because, you know, you're just like, okay, I'm, I thought that that was active listening. But that's not necessarily active listening. No. Active listening is listening. Yes. Quiet your thoughts and listen. <laughs> yes. Process it after, then respond. Yep. Take a minute. Mm-hmm. Even if you, even if you gotta, I mean, I find this to be a little dismissive as well. But if you do it in the right way, or let the person know that you're in the discussion with, write it down. You know what I mean? If you want to jot a couple things down, but make sure you're keeping eye contact and that the person doesn't feel like you're removing yourself because you're too worried about what you're writing. Mm-hmm. But one, that is one of the number one things I learned while I was um, getting my degree in professional counseling. Active listening. Come on, bitch. Call out your accolades. Come on. (laughs) Active listening was literally the number one thing. And it's because we do it so poorly. We do it as human beings. We do it so poorly. And when I really found out what the definition of active listening was, I was able to even apply it to my own life. Because, like you said, we're too worried about what our response is we're not actually paying attention to what the words that is actually coming out that person's mouth. And the reason why you also have to act is not that the, even the words, but the meaning of the words, Mm -hmm. because now you're too worried about what you're thinking, right? But you're applying your own meaning to what you're thinking in your head. You're not listening to the person and what they mean by what they're saying, Mm -hmm. because you, you too worried about what you want to say and what it means to you and that person over there. But that's not what I mean. And do you know all of this, you know, all of this circles back to niggas, People being fucking selfish. <laughs> yep. Because you're thinking about yourself. You're thinking about your thoughts. You're mm-hmm. not, you're not, I'm expressing something to you. You're not thinking about it. You know what pissed me off last week? Mm, tell them, girl. Well, me this week before. <laughs> I tried to express myself to somebody. Mm. 
And they was like, okay, we're going to finish this conversation later. Right? Let me, me call you right back. Mm-hmm. My nigga, they never called me back. Never. They tried to call me back a week later and yeah. caught the curse out of a lifetime mm-hmm. and the blockage of a lifetime. <laughs> Double block? Double block and a do not disturb. <laughs> it is. And, you know, the, the hardest thing for me to do, and I learned this very recently, is like when someone says they're not ready to talk. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest thing for me because I feel like me, from me, my perspective, the longer you sit with that, the longer you start to ponder on what it was, what you think it was, then your mind starts to convolute things. Then you start to, it starts to manifest into shit that I feel like when it happens, even if you need to go and take five minutes to cool, that's cool. But I feel like you make days or hours start to surpass. One, you're not going to come back to it. You're not going to come back to it. Two, it makes it even more uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And you piss another person off that brought it up. Yep. Three, the other person now also feels like I wasn't fully able to get out all the things I wanted to say because now you've dismissed me in a very abusive way. Mm-hmm. Because now now I feel like... Um, oh, this is just making me angry inside. <laughs> it makes you feel like... Okay, I gave you, I, I opened up the dialogue. Because if you see your partner or your friend or whoever it is, you see that you're clearly upset. You're clearly upset. Your physical is different. Your reactions are different. Your comments, your, your whole being is off. And if you've been with somebody for a long enough time, you've been friends with someone a long enough time, you know these things. And if I bring up the conversation to say to you, you know, like, what's going on? Let's, let's talk about it. It looks like something's, like, bothering you. Let's put it on the table because especially if you're in a good place with your friend or your partner or whomever, you don't want that lingering. You don't want it's unnecessary because if we're if we came if we were already in a good place and something disrupted what was going on, it's easier to just hit it mm-hmm. and then move on. Because if I let you sit in it and I'm not upset and you sitting in it and comp and Lord knows where your mind is at this at this point. God knows where it is. So then you bring it back when you're good and ready. And you probably over here like, but we straight. We good. Now you bringing up shit from two weeks ago that we could have handled day one. So now we 14 days into some shit that now I don't want to talk about no more. I don't want to talk about it. I'm over it. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't really, I'm not okay. I'm not, I respect it. I respect it because you have to. But I also feel like people aren't having that, you're not being honest. Like I feel, okay, so in the whole debacle with the whole uh, being disregarded last week, my comment was be fucking transparent because mm-hmm. if you're not ready to talk about something right now, say you're not ready to talk about something. Right. You can't be like, I'm going to call you back because mm-hmm. you're not. But in your head, you're like, I don't want to talk about Because even if you don't agree, you can respect that. Right. Yeah. And I'd be like, I have no choice but to take that and say, all right, this is what it is. Yeah. And, I, and that also gives me the chance to say, okay, you come, you put me in a place and I decide what I'm going to do with that. Mm-hmm. But you at least are telling me. I have nothing to do but to take that and say, okay. For me, it's like if somebody I love and I care about is expressing any kind of emotion to me, I have to at least sit and listen. Yep. I have to sit and listen because I love you enough to say, let me let me take this into consideration. Mm-hmm. This person's feeling a certain way. Let me listen and, and try to figure out. You know what I mean? Right. Something, something. But the whole throwing your hands up and walking away. Yep. It's frustrating. It's very frustrating. Oh, when you try to ask me what I have for dinner, <laughs> and I say, excuse me? No, we're not doing that. And then you say, 
but I, I just, you know, I'm just trying to get my thoughts together. Then take a moment of silence. <laughs> then take a moment of silence. Somebody help me. Then take a moment of silence. Yep, I would rather sit on the phone quiet. You get your thoughts together. You're right. And you come back. That whole, what'd you do today? What'd you eat today? Not going for it. Yeah. Sorry. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I, that whole, first of all, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the, I don't want to talk about it right now. Hate it. I also am not a fan of if we're in a discussion and you don't want to act and you don't want to even be physically actively present. What I mean, mm-hmm. like you clearly realize that this discussion is going to a place. That means you need to sit down or stand in one place. Don't be all over the place. Don't when you when the person's talking and you don't want to talk no more. So you finish. Mm-hmm. You walk out the room like I just feel like you need to. Imagine if that was something you really wanted to talk about or something that was really bothering you and I walked out the room. How would you feel? I feel like I constantly have to do that so that I can relate to another person. Yeah. If whatever I'm about to do would feel fucked up if I did it to some if, if they did it to me, then I need to think twice about it and I might need to apologize. Yeah. Because you don't know. E- even if that's not your intention. You know what I mean? Because we all deliver information very differently. You know what I mean? So uh, you but you even if I deliver my information more harshly, and I don't, I'm the lack of a better word, than somebody else who's more like calm and cool and collective about how they give their information. If your intention is not negative and that person still feels a way, be like, listen, I love you. I apologize how the message came across to you, but I mean what I said. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Then you learn better how to communicate with that particular person in a way in which they can accept the information in a better way. You know what I mean? That's it. You learn from... Dealing with, and I realized that too, like every, every single person, and we spoke about this, every single person speaks a different language. Every single solitary person you engage with speaks a different language than you. I don't give a fuck if it's English, it's eight gazillion different languages of English because one word to you could mean something completely different to you. Mm-hmm. If I use the word love and I say, oh, I love this. And you buy me something, and you're like, oh, but you say you love this. But I was like, I love this. Not like, I love I it, like I could this. die. Right. right. You get what I'm saying? That's something about a person that you're going to have to understand to know that you won't take offense to it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just like when somebody says they love you. Exactly. That you're going to mean it. Exactly. And, or don't say it. Or it's different types of they Absolutely. love you. Absolutely. They love you might mean, I love you, but bitch, I'm not dying for you. Right. I love you, but bitch, I'm not sacrificing my sleep to talk to you on the phone. Absolutely. I love you, but bitch, I might not really compromise even though I say that I love you because I really don't love you. I think I love you, and I really don't know what love is. I'm fucking selfish as fuck, and I'm just a man. But they don't say that. Woo! Nope, they don't. <laughs> Tell them, girl. Preach. <laughs> Tell them why you mad, sister. Tell them why you mad. <laughs> But nah, it's it's real. Don't say words you don't mean. And and and, and like I like I said to you before, it's not. I don't think that <laughs> people don't say those words because they don't mean it. I think they just mean it on a very you know lower a level, a loose yeah. term. You know, I do. They they do love you because first of all, like I say to you all the time, half the, the even the. The, the the calling the calling the going out the way even though they know that you you really not fucking with them right now a man a man does not rejection does not sit well with a man doesn't matter what level of rejection it is doesn't matter if it's playful doesn't matter if it's serious doesn't sit well with them so for a man to continue to keep trucking on even when somebody's clearly saying get the fuck out of my face 
They care for you. It may not be in the way in which you want to be cared for, but there's care there. But that's neither here nor there at the end of the day. But you can appreciate it. In no. Two. No, no, no appreciation. Okay, I got one more question for you since we got the love guru on the line. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. So why if... So I have a friend. She's in a situation and... Fuck it, it's me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I can't. I can't contain myself. Fuck it, it's me. <laughs> oh lord, I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh god, oh god. Look, I have a friend. Oh man, just fuck it, it's me. <laughs> oh god, I I'm losing the, it. I do the facade. It I'm losing working. it. I'm losing it. We real here. No Jay Z and Beyonce. Mm-mm. I got it. So, okay, so if you tell somebody, if you tell somebody, like, you know, listen, I think that we should go this way because this is not, this is not conducive to my life. It's not, it's not a good idea for me. What is this way? Okay, so you say, okay, I don't think that I could be your friend Mm -hmm. because I don't know how to do that. I love you in a way that's, this, it it supersedes all of this. Mm -hmm. And all of this that we're doing is confusing me. Right? Yep. So let's just scale back on communication let's just give space and what are you really saying though what I'm, are you in your heart really saying what i'm saying i love you very much and i I cannot separate friendship from anything else with us it confuses the fuck out of me mm-hmm. it's not really why i don't like this this place of being in between mm-hmm. it's not conducive to my life it makes me very upset emotional and it, it takes away from my enjoyment of enjoying you as a person as a friend you know what i mean i why? can't because to me, it's like if we were in a friendship place, mm-hmm. we stayed there, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's different. As if we keep hopping back and forth. You say certain things to me. We we operate in a certain way. We have certain conversations that allude to certain things. Like, uh, I don't really have a good example. I don't know, but like, like allude to like a relationship, yeah, future. or romantic okay. like feelings, okay. or like. Even, like, conversations or things that we talk about, like, Mm -hmm. it's very evident. You know what I mean? To a point where people even say it. But anyway, so if I tell you, like, I cannot operate, I can no longer operate like this. Right. For my, like, sanity, for my emotional, like... Well-being. Mm Well-being, exactly. Like, I can't operate like that. You take it as I, quote-unquote, broke up with you. (laughs) I don't know what relationship I broke up from. Right. Secondly, um, I just feel like you're not really like taking my feelings into consideration. If I'm telling you this is unhealthy for me and I need my like I just need us to not talk all the time or to give a little space. Yeah. And it's like you don't get that and you like you take it as something negative and then like, yeah, I just don't get it. I don't understand. Like, why can't somebody just understand what I'm saying? Like, you're not understanding that I'm saying this is unhealthy for me. I can't live like this. It's not right. And I can't just be your friend at this point. Because mm, he's selfish and he wants what he wants. <laughs> Simple. It's classic. It's like, and it's not that he doesn't hear you. He hears what you're saying. He fully understands what it is. Fuck to listen to Dope. To doesn't. Really. Because what that, is, what that in turn is going to mean is I'm going to lose something that I actually care about. And I'm not, I'm not here for it. I'll give you a break. He also, he also feels like, this is just classic you. 
because you have to be honest. This is not something that just happened once. You you do this all the time. The both of y'all just back and forth, back and forth. So he's like, maybe she just need a little extra two weeks this time. I I hit her back next time. All oh, the two weeks didn't happen. Ah, oh, let me give her an extra couple of days. She'd be all right after that. He's using what he what he thinks already in his but in we, his tool. We operate like that, but this is the first time a conversation took place, and then that happened. Usually it's just like he do something petty, I do something petty. We don't talk for a couple of days. We don't talk for a week or whatever. But we act, it was like a serious freaking conversation mm-hmm. that was followed by I need my space because he doesn't take it seriously. Well, I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't take it seriously because he feels like even though you had the conversation, I get it. That definitely will change the realm of which your actions take mm-hmm. place this time, right? But. He one he doesn't he doesn't take it serious because he doesn't want to, because it's like, um, when you're in love with someone, when you're in love with someone, and the person tells you, "I don't want to break up. I just want I just want space," <laughs> and you're like, "Okay," you'll give them a day, a couple hours. All right, we going um we we gonna go get groceries. We going out to eat. We gonna you don't respect it because you feel like too much space is gonna make you eventually find something better and leave me it's it's a scary feeling so instead of being scared let me act on it and kind of see feel you out see what's going on with her is she okay is she really not feeling me all right if i keep talking to her then maybe i'll get an idea of where she's at and if i keep calling then we'll get back to where we were but my my, but i'm so confused you hear the stuttering i'm confused (laughs) because to me it's just like if, let it go. Let no. me go. Let me grow. Let me do what I no. have to do for me because you are not willing to give me what I need at this moment mm-hmm. from you. And if you're not willing to do that, let me go. No. Let it go. Not. That's not how men do. But you know that you're not willing to give me what I what I need. Absolutely. You know that. Absolutely. You are well aware that you're trying Absolutely. to cheat me out of the things that Absolutely. I... Absolutely. But what I'm not going to do is let you out of my life. And that's not an option you have. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to shade my glow up. Yes. No. It's not right. But at the end of the day, that's still your decision. It is my decision. Yeah. It definitely is. But it just baffles the fuck out of me because I'm just like, huh? You think you said, it's like, you. it's almost as if like I said something and it went the Charlie Brown and went, you know, the other. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. It's like when a woman tells a man, I'm not really in the mood today and he still sticks his dick in her anyway. Men have hay for brains. It's just okay. a whole bunch of fucking. Did you not hear what she just said? Did you not hear? I'm not really. I'm not. I'm not really with it tonight. I got a lot going on. That's, I won't. That's called rape. <laughs> no, no, no means no. Not, <laughs> not if I pay for it. No, it's the same thing. Like I'm just gonna take what I because, like you said, he's selfish. It's selfish. It's classic selfishness. I mean, it just really is. And he's also not grown enough to really fully understand what exactly you're saying he's not comprehending like in its totality he hears you but he's not understanding but i put it i put it in layman's terms no i put Mm -mm. it in like Mm -mm. i spelled it phonetically Mm -mm. no he it maybe um god would have to come down and whisper in his ear maybe i I pray on it i pray on it but i have a question so, in life, you're going to embark on situations like this more often than you probably think. 
And I want to know what is the number one lesson that you learned from putting your feelings out there about someone that you truly care for and it wasn't reciprocated in the way in which you would have wanted it to? What is like the number one thing you walked away with? Well, the number one thing I walked away with, I would say not so much of like a lesson about dealing with people, but more so like a lesson of myself. Like, bitch, say how you feel. I mean, of course, you can't just be out there just spilling your feelings all day, every day to every single person you meet. But when you feel like something strong, I guess, say how you feel, um, because that it's not going to kill you. Like, put the ego to the side. Like, you're going to bounce back regardless of what you've said and how you felt. You put it out there, and there'll probably be another person you'll put it out there to. I'm not saying go around to everybody, you know what I mean? But still, at the same time, like, don't be a fucking afraid of, of saying how the fuck you feel. It's your heart. It's your feelings. Own it. Say it. You're not going to die. You'll be all right. A little embarrassment teaches you how to build some character. And you're Absolutely. fine. That's how, that's, that's the, I think the biggest thing that I've, that I've learned. Cause I'm, you're always okay. You might feel like shit. You might have a little egg on your face. Don't turn into an egg. But if you got a little egg on your face, you can, you could brush bounce it back. off. Yeah. And bounce right. back. That's good. I was hoping you wasn't going to say, I'm never going to put my feelings out there again. No. I'm never going to tell somebody how I feel because it's, it's common though. Right. Because, Nobody wants to, because even though if you know the other person feels the same way you feel, the lack of action still makes you feel like you want to recluse, you know? So I'm happy that that wasn't what you got from that. Mm -mm. I mean, I'm still, these situations still make you hesitant. Yeah. And still make you leery of, do I want to say it? But once you say it and it's out there, there's nothing you could do. Sometimes you just got to send a text. (laughs) Send a text. Deal with it after. I'm out of here. Send a text. This is our generation, I tell you. Send a text. Yeah. It better be a video. Oh, my God. No, it's just a very long text. No, it better be a video. If you want to confess how you love me, send oh, no, a no, video. Oh, no, no, I'm not talking about confess. Oh. I'm just saying, like, if you feel a way, you have a question, oh, or something in regards something to your feelings or something, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Because then you stand at the text message. You are. But you just got to put on do not disturb and move on. Mm-mm. And then so you don't I'm hear it when it comes I'm in. calling you and I'm asking you. When you got time to talk, I would like to speak to you. Because I need responses to my questions. You, you know I'm about to go in the house. Let, let, me, let me call you back. <laughs> That's what you're going to get. All right. I can't. Mm-mm. The open-ended crazy. Nope. You know, it's so funny because sometimes... I'd be wanting to text my husband certain things and be like, you know, something's on my mind. Mm-hmm. And he's one of those kind of people who would respond back and go, we'll talk about it later. And that would tear me up. I so I just, I just save it. I just write it down. Got I save it. We'll talk about it later. Oh, we'll talk about when I get home mm-hmm. or I, I, I'll call you or whatever. You whatever. Drive me crazy, right? Drive me crazy. That's why I don't do it to myself. I don't do it. I will speak to you in person when I know you have more than enough time to talk and you to me. You gotta give me an answer and you on You gotta site. give me an answer right this second. Yeah. So I'm not doing it. Nope. Nope. And nope. Because then you like, does he not want to? Does he not want to like answer me now because it's too much to say? He yep. don't know what to say. He's yep. avoiding the question. He doesn't yep. really want to answer it. Yep. Or what? Like yep. what's, what's what's too what's much? Tea? Too much. Too much. Brain can't handle it, so I ain't gonna do it. You know, I guess I like to torture myself a little bit because mm-hmm. I do be sending text messages from time to time, even though I be like sitting there like, did you read it yet? You didn't read it. Oh, I sent that yesterday and you didn't open it? Yeah. Oh, it says delivered, but you didn't read it. Mm-hmm. 
That happened to me once, and then I ended up calling to answer. <laughs> and I just blocked him. Oh, my God. Your husband in for a treat, baby. Surprise. <laughs> Who you want today, baby? <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God, please. Oh, this is too funny. Mina wouldn't, but Dina would. I can't. Please, don't be like the dude from... Um, Do you remember that show... Something about Raymond. Was it something mm-hmm. about... What, is that what it was called? Everybody loves Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. And you know his crazy-ass mother and father? Mm-hmm. And, and the weirdest thing about them was that he, 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 she looked like she hate-loved him, but he sounded like he hated her. Like, mm-hmm. what, 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 how did this even happen to him? But in an odd way, you can see that they loved each other in a very odd way. But there clearly was love there. Y'all are like dirt old and still together, right? And I will never forget... Somebody came to their house and was like, "Oh my God, your um, your, your your wife is so beautiful. She's like a um a trophy wife." And they turned around and said, "And what?" <laughs> he said, "And in what game in hell did I win that trophy?" Mm-mm. I was crying. Okay. Don't let, don't, uh, when you be in Dina, Vina, Karina, and Cena, just make sure your husband don't say, and what? He's going to be happy. Any trophy, either one of them. <laughs> either one of them. What the hell did I win? Because if you're nice to them, they're nice to you. You hope so. They are. No, I'm talking about my my personality. Oh, okay. They're nice. If you're nice, they're nice. But what if they're not nice? You know, men are not always nice. People shit no, are not I'm, always nice. Well, then they, then Dina and Tina and Kina's not nice. <laughs> How long you gonna do this for? <laughs> Go all day, baby. Oh God, it's exhausting. You are gonna be like an old lady at like thirty? No, I'm not. I'm fine. I'm fine. Just do it to check on you. Yeah, all the time. Don't use. <laughs> Come to your house. Go to people. All right, share the list till it plays. Walk by with a fucking bat through the people. Like, oh shit. <laughs> I knew something was wrong. I knew something was wrong in here. Shaking in my bag, looking for my keys. Let's <laughs> <laughs> spare. Why the hell going in? And all I can see is running with two bats. And then niggas just zooming out the door. Yeah, that's your best bet. Get in your car. Come back later. Nah, I don't want to be that wild. <sighs> None of us do. Nobody I, wants to. I just want to be kind of just change the locks. Just change the locks? Mm-hmm. That sounds more mild to me. <laughs> you like this man to sleep when you lock him out he's ready to act right i let him in i'll give him his key but how you gonna know if he's acting right he outside you have to make take, sign a commitment or something <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing you do don't lock your man out because you know where he gonna go where? he, he gonna find somewhere you could go yeah right you could go lies in a half you gonna run you gonna run right but don't give him a reason to just be honest it wasn't me it was dina <laughs> <laughs> Better wrap Dina up. <laughs> Put that bitch in the chest and throw away the key. Then you going to have your old out here with cats. <laughs> your part. Well, you know, it was good while it lasted. <laughs> he was no good anyway. That's what Dina's going to say. Girl, he was no good. <laughs> Before after you came out, Dina. Before after. We got each other. <laughs> you right, Dina. You're right. That is what you got. You, Dina, and whatever the sex shop got. No, God, no. Never mind. See? I won't lock him out. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't lock him out. Don't lock him out. Don't. 
Okay. Mm. Love can always be restored. I believe in that. You know, I'm a lover. I believe in that. Always be restored. Always be restored. You, 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 first of all, especially if you're an awoken person. If you're awake, you can change anything. Is 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 when there's a person who's awoke and one sleep. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know what it is about like dark being attracted to such light. Mm-hmm. This shit is like I know that the dark needs your light sometimes, but it's so dangerous when the dark won't accept the light. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's we just, both have it. We lead with one or the other. Mm-hmm. But but I mean like when this yeah you know what I mean when other person's not aware of that balance within them absolutely and they see what you lead with mm-hmm. and they're like attracted to it but they don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. You ain't ready to be great. Yep. Or if you're a person who believes you're all knowing, you're never wrong. You got all the answers in the world. You know where that leaves you? You're not open to new experiences. You're not open to new ideas. You're not open to another person's perspective. It closes you off to the world and the people around you because you constantly think that you know. When none of us know nothing. We don't know shit, okay? Because half the things that we think we know, we wouldn't choose them. We wouldn't choose to know those things. We don't, you know what I mean? Like, if, if you ask me if I wanted, like, what would be the one thing? I would want to be incredibly intelligent. Like, know something about everything. Like, if you had said to me, oh, okay, conduct surgery. I'm intelligent enough to tap into that and be able to read the whatever and know it and could do it. I would want, like, impeccable intelligence. Right? But even that has a downfall. Because... How many times we see people who are incredibly intelligent but horribly socially awkward, like have zero social skills? And somebody will ask you which one is more important. I think both. You know what I mean? We all need balance in life, but 99% of your life is going to be in a social atmosphere in some way, shape, or form, son. That's just like when people freaking have lots of book smarts but no common sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know plenty. Me too. No, plenty, plenty that was like incredibly like, especially when I was in school, like super, super smart. And you ask the most simplest things. You're like, are you a ditz? Like, huh? Where's the smart girl that I hear in class? That's about some old regular schmuggler and then looking at you like. In a book. In a book. Man, listen. Listen, listen. So, okay. My question of the day is. And I want you to answer first. Mm, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Is there conditions to your love? Give me a little bit more. We believe, and correct me if I'm wrong if you don't believe the same thing, that your love should be unconditional. That you should love in any way, shape, or form that person comes to you at any level, wherever that person is at. Um you're loving the, 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 the good, bad, and indifferent. You're loving the changes that are in them. Are you okay with that? Are you going to love that unconditionally, regardless of how that may make you feel or the bearings it may have on you or your relationship? Are you willing to love through it? Or do you have conditions? Is Does your love have to be a certain kind of way for you to love that person in the best way you know how? I believe in loving through things a hundred percent because I believe that when you have like genuine love 
I won't use the term true love, but genuine love, I think that it allows you to grow and takes you to heights unimaginable. You know what I mean? Because I believe it's such a gift to love and to be loved and to be open and receive it, even in the midst of being a hot fucking mess. You know what I mean? Because we all are. Exactly. Um, But I believe that you also have to be open to knowing that you're a mess and to be transparent. You know what I mean? But I do believe in loving through things. Um, But in a sense, my love is selfish um, because I do have things that fuel me to keep loving. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, Give me an example. Um, feeling appreciated. Okay. And that appreciation may look different and may feel different to me as opposed to the person that I'm giving my love to. Mm-hmm. And then in turn, I feel unappreciated when they don't show me appreciation in the way that I receive and I would prefer to be appreciated. And then we're in a, site, a place where I feel imbalanced and you know what I mean? And it's just sometimes things like that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess my love isn't unconditional in a sense um, but it is I guess 50-50 I would say because I can love you through things we can love each other through things but we also I also have things that I need that are I guess those are the conditions quote unquote so <clears throat> let's say you're dating a person and um, you've been dating for a couple of years now and you feel like every time you have a disagreement it's the same thing you're not feeling appreciated. You're not feeling appreciated. And the other person says the same thing. I don't feel like you appreciate me either. I don't feel like you love me in the way in which I need to be loved. I feel like you're too worried about you being appreciated that you're missing mm-hmm. how to appreciate me, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. If that's if that's a condition, then you would break up, okay. right? Yeah. Right? Like if you, after a certain amount of time, at some point, you're going to say, I don't want to do this anymore, right? Right? Do, does your unconditional self kick in now and say, okay, let's really get to the bottom of this and work on it and figure out how we both can make sure we're getting what each other needs? Or is it you've done enough? You've, you, you haven't figured it out by now. I got to go. Okay, so then maybe my love is unconditional because I always think with the brain of let's talk about this and see where we need to restructure. Let's see um, what I'm doing on my end that's not – helping you and you know and making mm-hmm. you feel whatever you need to feel and what's not making me feel but i think often i find people that maybe don't operate with the same unconditional brain and heart that i operate with um because when people i say certain things people think it's the end all be all you know what i mean mm-hmm. but that's not what i'm saying i'm talking so that we could figure out how to work through this mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i guess mm-hmm. my love is unconditional I guess you helped me realize that. See, that's why I call her the love guru, baby. <laughs> Come on, baby. What about you? Um, I believe I've learned to have unconditional love. Mm. Um, you like to cut people off. <laughs> I've learned to be patient. Um, I've learned to have kind love. Um, I've learned that um, we sometimes feel like when you're a giver, when you're a giver and you will give and give and give that you feel like you have a special kind of love, you have a different kind of love. And that if someone's love doesn't match that, that it's not almost, it's not good enough for you. Mm. So when you meet someone that may be giving you love in a way in which you never thought you may necessarily need it, like not want, but need Mm -hmm. So you have to be aware enough that it may not be exactly the love you want right now, 
but it may be the love that you need. And so I've been through my journey, been able to identify sometimes that love comes with lessons. Mm -hmm. And so I can't have conditions on my love because I'll miss my lessons. Mm -hmm. I'll miss um, the deeper understanding of the levels of love. I'll think that love only has one mission Mm -hmm. when it has multiples, when it can escalate and, and, and grow into things that we never thought or could imagine. Things that I thought, you know, 10 years ago, I would walk away from. Mm-hmm. 10 years ago, I'm not tolerating it. 10 years ago, um, I'm frustrated. I'm crying. I'm I'm not even. I'm frustrated. I'm pissed off. And I'm going to let you know I'm pissed off. Mm-hmm. Don't talk to me. Don't ask me for nothing. Just don't even look in my direction. But that in turn not only made me more enraged in the inside, but it also made me um, feel unworthy that um, I wasn't worthy enough to be patient with myself. I wasn't worthy enough to articulate myself in a manner in which I could explain to someone how to love me and how I could love them better. Knowing, Knowing how to express myself in a very deep and loving way has given me the power to move past things quickly. Mm. To not harbor anything, to not, even if I totally disagree and something makes me feel very sad inside, I can I can process that within myself and be okay. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have to have a discussion with you mm-hmm. unless it's something I feel is very, very, very important for us to move forward. But my brain is only going to tell me that if I feel like it's something that consistently happens and the and what I'm trying to express to the person is not coming across in a way that they're understanding me, but I'm going to give you many times, right? Because sometimes I also know that another person may not be emotionally where I am. Mm-hmm. And so I have to be okay with where you are and grow with where you are to where we can be at a better place. If I attack you every time I feel attacked, we're never going to go anywhere. Right. I have to know that that's where you are right now, and it's okay. And we and we also, even when you're in a place where that person may not be in, you may have a breakdown moment too, and you're going to want that person to have consideration of your breakdown moment. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not considerate of yours, when will you ever be considerate of mine? I have to show you how to love me. Mm-hmm. So if I don't, if I'm not, um, if I don't give you the same patience, the same understanding then you're never, ever, ever going to know how to love me. That's true. So I, I even at the end of the day, when you, of course, we, we're all going to get upset. We're going to get angry. We're going to feel crazy. We're all going to have, but how are you dealing with that? How is that coming across to yourself and your partner? Because even though we all have an a, a immense amount of emotions, how you deal with them is how everyone else is going to. And it's okay to have, you know, I, I'm not having a great emotional day today. You know what I mean? I am all over the place today. My mind is not in a great place. But how long are you in that? That's the questions you got to ask yourself. How long are you feeling that way? What kind of questions are you asking yourself? Are you moving forward quickly or slowly? And, and you are going to move. When you start to tap into those things, you are going to move slower. And as, you, and as more experiences start to happen and as you start to understand what those experiences mean to you, then you move better every time. Yeah. Every time it gets better and better and better and better. Now, what now makes it difficult 
and it's like anything in life, if your partner or your friends or whoever, your loved one is not on the same page as you, now you have to find even more patience mm-hmm. because not only the same patience you have for yourself, but now you have to have it for other individuals because you, if, if you, if you bombard them with the way in which you think they should be, they're only going to, um, not, not regret, but they're going to have resentment, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's almost like you're rushing a process. It's like you, you, you know, you're baking cookies and you want to hurry up and eat it, but you stop it because you, you're not patient enough for it to finish. So now you're eating raw cookies and now you got a stomach ache. When if you had just let it, you would have had a beautiful golden cookie and you would have ate it and drank it with your milk and went about your business and enjoyed the moment. So sometimes it's the same thing with people. You have to allow them to fully get to that place. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I, um, I, I had to learn to... Um, cause I, I definitely felt at some place and point in my life that, um, my love did have conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody goes through that phase though, like of growing from conditional to unconditional, mm-hmm. because if you, if you don't, then I think you're not growing at all. But I also think that we think we are having unconditional love. I think you go into it saying, I love you. I love you unconditionally. I would give you everything. All the, you know, the, clothes, the clothes off my back. I would give, you maybe not say it, but your actions probably would make someone feel that way. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if, if, if someone was to ask me, um, what kind of love does my mother have? Right, I could tell you right off the bat, absolutely unconditional, absolutely without a doubt, right but but that's my mom now, like my mom maybe a couple years ago, not to say that she had conditions per se, but in a way, but in a way, because she wanted you to to be a certain person, to do a certain thing, to behave a kind of way, and so those things are her conditions right but that's what i'm saying i feel like the growth is like like you have i feel like when you're really uh actively living then you're going to morph in from that condition to that unconditional love you know what i mean i feel like that's a natural uh movement that happens but i also feel like um you also like when you truly love somebody and i think this is how i know like the people in my life and things like that. Like when I really love you, I'm able to now at this place I'm at now, I'm able to sit down and say like, okay, for you, for instance, like Mm -hmm. say we're doing something and I may not understand how you reacted or I may not understand how you process something, but I have to say, okay, what this probably means something different to her. Mm Mm-hmm. This probably means something different for her. Mm-hmm. This probably is giving her this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let me try to look at it a different way. And I think that goes back to that whole taking care of somebody else in the relationship before you worried about yourself. You know what I mean? Because if I'm worried about, if I take care of you and I'm like, okay, well, she probably didn't mean it like that. I know her heart. I know that this probably means a lot to her or she's probably looking at it a certain way. Like it allows me to react differently absolutely to not take things personal and to be able to move on in a couple of minutes and be okay yep you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so and and not in to take it a step further like not only that is not only is it important to um 
be aware of that. But the first thing I always say to myself is, when when did that when probably was that person very patient with me? Mm-hmm. When did I probably said something or or acted a way in which I probably wasn't proud of or shouldn't have said or reacted too quickly or mm-hmm. said something that probably wasn't that nice and that person didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I look at it the same way. You know what I mean? Like we're all like I said, we're all gonna have those moments where we probably had an outburst or said something without being super considerate about how we said it because we're human. You know what I mean? And as you become closer and closer with someone, the 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 not sugar coating, but the uh, the cherry on top starts to remove because yeah. not not and it's and it's actually because you love the person more, not because you love the person less. Now you feel even more comfortable that I can just say how I feel, and we're at a place that you're not gonna take it personal. Mm-hmm. That you're just gonna read my words and read them for what they are, and know it has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. It's about exactly what we're doing right now. And the more you become closer with someone, you know. I'll give you an example. Like my mom was getting something for me and she was frustrated at the store. And I could tell from the height of her voice, like my mother starts to do this, oh, like, oh, like, wait, which one? Or she gets irate or she gets whiny. Mm -hmm. And that automatically in my head just starts to make me feel irritated. But because I know that that that's, I can't take that personal because she's doing something for me in addition to the fact that she's just frustrated right. that I know that if I, I can take this conversation either way, I could take it to just, 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 just leave the shoes, just leave the shoes. Just, just wrap it up. It's fine. It's okay. I'll buy it online. Cool. I'll talk to you later. Or I can say, mommy is cool. Just see if they have this. If they don't have it, no worries. Don't right. worry about it. Don't kill yourself over it. You know what I mean? But I'm saying it in a way that she's going to receive and hear the love, not, dismissing her mm-hmm. in any way shape or form so it's up to you to make those decisions about not only is like i said patience and understanding how that person's going to receive information and saying it in a loving and kind and real way will never steer you wrong you know what i mean no matter how crazy or uh, or uptight or whatever that person may be saying something in a loving and real way is never ever ever going to read anything else to another person yeah you know so and 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 absolutely, you know what I mean. Like we we you have especially when you're working closely with someone and you have a close relationship with them, those lines are going to get convoluted at times. It is. It's just it's just that that's what's going to make your relationship even stronger to have patience or ask questions. You know what I mean? Like, what did you mean by this? I'm a little confused by that. You know what I mean? Or you know, I'm help me understand better because I'm feeling like this. So I'm, I, I, I don't know if that's how you feel. I don't mm-hmm. know if you were just talking or whatever, whatever, but you have to have that open dialogue and you have to have extreme amount of patience. But I also feel like sometimes a less amount of those conversations happen because you really know that person. Just like you said, I know her heart and I know that it's not coming from, I shouldn't take it personal because it's not, a, it's not about me. Mm-hmm. It's not for me. It's not about me. Mm-hmm. She's not talking to me in regards to me. This is something outside of both of us. You know what I mean? And so absolutely, you know what I mean? And you got You have to be able to think outside of that because if we stir in things that are not what they are and you know they're not, you have to ask yourself, okay, how would what is she really saying or what is he really saying? You know what I mean? Versus what we think in our mind, what we translate that to in our head. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to step outside of yourself to ask yourself the question as if you were that person. You right. know what I mean? That's very true. And so, and I think it, it, it eliminates a lot of confusion if you're able to do that. Yeah. And if you're not able, then you got to ask questions. 
and ask questions in a loving way. You can't ask questions in a fucked up or demeaning or nasty or Mm -hmm. attitude because that's exactly what it's going to read to the next person. And then when when another situation arises like that, neither party is going to be kind and loving to one another when it happens again. You know what I mean? Or feel open enough to ask or answer a question honestly. Because I realized, like, that's another thing. Like, I had to just say, like, when I when you become more comfortable with yourself, I feel like though you you don't care to ask questions. I ask a question. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna devalue me. It's not gonna take anything away from who I am, my intelligence. None of that. I'm just asking. I'm simply asking you a question. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Totally agree, man. Yep. 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 Totally agree. Yeah. Wow. Well, if you have some closing remarks, I think today was a beautiful session. I do. Let's see how. Uh, if you can answer this pretty quick, I don't know. Okay. So in life, you have lessons. You have people that are there for a season, mm-hmm. for reasons. Mm-hmm. And some people that last a very long time in your life. Mm-hmm. So when you know, what are some like sure signs? It could be friends, relationships. When it's time to just allow the lesson to be a lesson. Or it's time to say, nigga, you ain't no God no lesson <laughs> and kick them to the curb. Well, it's I handle them differently so pick one relationships or friends mm. or you want both go with friends all right so no go relationships <laughs> <laughs> all right well with friends i mean with relationships um and you said the reasons when you know you gotta let it go either it's a, it's a lesson and you allow it to be a lesson or if it's bullshit and it ain't no fucking lessons, just some bullshit. Well, I think bullshit is lessons too. Okay, but like when do you know the lessons? It's time to end your lesson. Like, all right, you've been bullshitting and I learned. Mm-hmm. Versus? Versus you allow it to take its course. Okay. And um, You have to ask yourself a couple of questions, right? So it, it, when you're in a romantic relationship, if one, how did it start? Like how did this mm-hmm. how did this relationship become what it is, right? And are we talking about a real relationship, like your boyfriend and girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm, I guess yeah. Okay. So that's the and I and I say the beginning because it's very um, important, um, and it's important in terms of how did you rise from that? If it was something that didn't that wasn't all that something you were super proud of Mm -hmm. or was it something beautiful and romantic um was it something super messy you know just asking yourself how it began because compare it to where you are now and if it's something that was messy and you wasn't super proud of and it's worse than that then I don't need to ask you any more questions you gotta let it go Mm -hmm. if it was something that uh wasn't the greatest but look how much we've grown and you feel good about that growth as a woman, you feel good about the growth that's in that man, then it's worth saving. Right. Um, I also, you also got to ask yourself, where do you honestly see yourself with this person? If you're thinking long-term, can you see, is this, is this man or woman um, has enough of the qualities that you're looking for in a mate? Does this person embody the things that you're looking for when you're at your worst. And I say that because you're going to be at your worst a lot. You're going to have amazing moments, but a lot of times you're going to have bad moments. And you need to know if that person has the, has enough strength, has enough 
foundation to carry the both of you when those times do arise. Um, and, and in all those things, you, gotta, you, you also got to ask yourself, um, am I my best self with that person? Do I rise to the occasion? Do, does that person push me to be more than I think I can be in my head? Um, and, and are they holding my hand or are they pushing me? And you have to find out which one works for you. You know, if, if I can confide in you and I feel warm and I feel comforted and I feel I'm okay, even if it's something I don't want to hear. Because you're going to have so many of those moments in your life that if you don't have that feeling already, you're never going to have it. Um, and uh, I think my last piece would be true connection. Um, if you would prefer to spend your empty moments with that person, you know, your moments where you like, I don't, I, I you know, I would prefer to be with you. I'd prefer to share my energy with you, my space with you, my time with you, um, because that lets me know your conversations are at a space that elevates you, that your your transfer of energy is is moving the both of you in a very good place because you don't spend your time with people that don't move you. You don't spend your time with people who don't take you to a place where it's challenges you or makes you feel good about even even if it's just your girlfriends that you key 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 with are you even in those moments are those feel good moments you know what I mean is it is it making me feel good about myself am I powerful in myself does it make me feel confident or does these women make me feel low do they make me feel self-conscious about who I am so you don't you don't entertain or you're not going to integrate with people that your energy doesn't agree with so I think you would just have to ask yourself all those questions. And then if, you, if, you, if you're coming up with a whole lot of no's, you need to go. If you're coming up with there's something here that can definitely blossom into something, then you have to be willing to do the work. And I think a lot of people just aren't willing to do the work. And, um, and I'll transfer this over to friendships. Um, it's, I tell you this all the time, that the only difference between re- romantic relationships is friendships that we don't have sex. It's the same exact thing. So if you're not going to put the work into loving me, into, into being honest with me, understanding me, um, spending time with me, um, know what I need, um, not to use our relationship as a dumping ground, not to use our relationship as um, a stepping post, a mat, um, that our relationship is really integrated and, we, and we're giving each other something equal. And being okay with having several conversations about that because you feel like it's being worth saving. You feel like this person is imperative in my life and I want them here for the long run. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you if you feel no, if you feel like, no, I don't want to have these conversations because I don't think it's worth it. No, I don't see you in my life in the long run because I don't even want to share my life with you now. Then no, you don't need to be friends with that person. You know what I mean? Um, sometimes too, I feel like, some people deal with the growth because, like, again, in, in friendships, we grow somewhat grow more rapidly in areas than the other. You know what I mean? Like, I know I have friends that I'm I'm way more emotionally grounded than they are, but career-wise, they may be doing better than I am, better than I am, quote-unquote. You know what I mean? Um, and no one's in a better or worse place than the other person, um, but we both have growing to do, you know? So... 
are you willing to hold each other's hand and, and go through that process together and be able to help each other in that real way? Um, or not. And if you're not, then let it go. Mm. I tell you this joke all the time. I have a friend that I have broken up with. And for some reason, God circles her back into my life. I got one too. It's a man. <laughs> you said what? I got one too. It's a man. <laughs> exactly. And at this point, I, I honestly do love her very, very much. And I know she's in my life for a reason. And I know I, I know that she's in my life because she needs me. And I had to be okay with that. I had to be okay with this is probably one of my godly obligations on earth. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Because if me giving you a piece of my love makes you a better person, then who am I to deny you of that? Mm-hmm. I'm here to love. Right. Mm. But you ain't worth it, then I got to go. And you won't even realize it. You might, but you might not. You're going to miss this. <laughs> You're going to miss it, but you might not realize that it's doing this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't realize it's gliding away from you. I make abrupt exits. <laughs> so you going to... Not me. Mine's is nice and smooth. It might take five years. Then like you realize... Like a thief in the night. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, damn, so I haven't spoke to this girl in two years. And you won't. <laughs> And you won't. Well, I hope y'all had y'all notebooks out. <laughs> love Guru was here checking in. Love, I love it. <laughs> love Guru. <laughs> Hilarious. Lizzie, Lizzie the Guru. The Lizzie guru. the Guru, right? Yes. So, uh, oh, next week, you know, we Maybe should. Maybe I need to go get my license. Make this real official. You should. Who's going to help me study? You got 7 million degrees anyway. Might as well add another one. No, no, What's no more degrees. I have to get a license. I ain't getting no more degrees. All I ain't right. got time for it. I just go take the test. Whatever, so take the test. We'll study. And then we're going to start charging y'all for episodes. The listen, we're going to just give you a snippet, a preview, and tell you goodbye to the rest on iTunes. <laughs> we'll do it now. Right. <laughs> we wouldn't do that to you. We wouldn't do that not to yet, you. Not yet, not yet. But yeah, so. Not until we like in the thousands. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, when she get her license. As soon as she gets her license, <laughs> it's a wrap for y'all. I'm just kidding. I love you guys. We, we love, love you. Love you very much. But yeah, I hope you had your notebooks out. And next week, the love guru is going to share her system of uh, process of elimination in relationships. Because that shit helped me out several times. You know what You know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. You be like, um, the the math equation that you, that you make up is like this math equation she makes up. And she asks you questions. Oh. Uh, and then you add all the numbers up. You be she, remembering, and girl. She, and then she tells you where um, where that person's at already on your scale of things you need, want, and what desire. And if they fall below something, then they, they ain't something. Got and that's go. it. So I think next week we should do that. Yeah, you know, I just be saying stuff off the top of my head. I got to go brush up on what I said to you. Well, it's coming back to me now. But Gather yourself. Gather myself. Get it together. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I need to go get my notes. Yeah. But yeah, yes. absolutely. Well, this was amazing. It was. We had a good session today. Yes. I mean, every time's a good session, but yes, this, this one really was. Good. Yeah, this one was a special I one. Feel like I gotta go make a phone call when I get off the <laughs> mic. I'm good now. I could, I could deal with my problems. <laughs> she took her notes. I did. All right. <laughs> she took her mental notes. Is Some it, things is in there. Dean is here. No God. No 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 no. Don't, don't go. Put <laughs> no, don't put Dean out. Dina need to sleep. Night, night. See you next. Never. Mm. Yes. We love you guys. Love you.